Hello and welcome back to the Grower Radio Network. I'm Matt McClellan and I'm here today with Dave Joewright, the head grower of Spring Meadow Nursery. Hi Dave. Hello Matt. Glad to, I'm glad to have you here on the podcast and uh, we're, we're going to be talking a little bit about technology and innovations in a uh, production uh, nursery. So Dave at Spring Meadow, uh, you guys are in Grand Haven, Michigan and, and you have made quite a commitment to automation in some ways and innovation in many ways. Uh, what are some of the factors that you consider when deciding whether a new tech innovation makes sense for your operation? Well, the first thing we normally consider is, is simply does it make sense? Is it something that we would just want or is it something that we need um, to improve our efficiencies and improve our production quality of our crops? So obviously the money is uh, investment is one of the first things we look at, how much does it cost, and followed up with uh, how quickly can we pay for it. Um, in other words, uh, how quickly will it pay for itself by the efficiency that we gain um, by implementing a new piece of technology or automation. Uh, we also certainly look at um, quality and, and maintenance. Is it a piece of equipment that's going to require more hours of maintenance than we will actually get uh, to use it for? Um, and if we can demo the equipment, it's um, to trial it out before we invest in it. It's also uh, something that we always try to do uh, when we're deciding whether or not to move forward with a, a larger piece of automated equipment in our greenhouse. Okay. Now, um, at the uh, talk you recently gave at the IPPS Eastern Region meeting, uh, you, you showed some of the innovations that Spring Meadow is using. And uh, one of them that really stuck out was the rail system that you've uh, implemented. Could you tell me a little bit about how that system came about, what the ideas were behind it, and uh, how you use it at Spring Meadow? Yes. Um, so at Spring Meadow, we produce uh, flowering shrub liners. Um, so essentially, we're, we're like a plug producer in the nursery industry. And so a number of our, um, most of our varieties that we produce here are woody shrubs. Um, and flowering shrubs is kind of our specialty. And so we grow all of our liners on the floor. Um, unlike annual growers, we don't use much in the way of growth regulators um, to control height. A lot of our crop times are very long, and so our primary method of height control is pruning or trimming the liners. Um, that also serves to increase branching in our plants, which is very important for um, our customers when it comes to growing a, a, a shrub that it's well branched. So historically, we've always used gas-powered hedge trippers um, to trim liners on the floor, because um, hand pinching or hand pruning of you know over 10 million liners would of course be very labor intensive. So we use the gas-powered hedge trimmers just like a landscaper would use to trim hedges in somebody's landscape. So we bought the biggest hedge trimmers we can buy, which are about 42 inch long hedge trimming blades. Um, and because the plants are on the floor, still is very labor-intensive to try to trim plants with a gas-powered hedge trimmer. Mm -hmm. And our bays and our Westbrook greenhouses are 24 foot wide, so in order to get that hedge trimmer into the middle of the bay, we have to move a lot of things around and move a lot of plants around to, to get in and really trim evenly all of the flats. So we had this dream of an idea of, you know, a 24 foot wide trimming machine, you know, that would span the whole width of our bay in our greenhouses and to trim the whole bay all at once without having to move anything around. Um, and so it started just as a thought and we started looking around and we happened to find a, a company in Germany that um, sells 24 foot long 
trimmer blades, you know, for farm equipment. Mm-hmm. So we just bought the blade ourselves and said, let's just buy it and see if we can make something work. And we built ourselves a prototype with putting t- together a couple of greenhouse trusses and a lawnmower engine and a series of chains and sprockets and put some wheels on it and turned it on and fired up the cutter and pushed it over the top of some liners and we were actually impressed at how well it cut. So we thought, hey, this could work. Uh, we just need a better system to move it around our greenhouse. So that's when we went to Westbrook Greenhouses out of Canada who uh, manufacture our greenhouses and talked with them about it. And they had already used um, a system of rails that mount up in the air uh, along the post lines of the greenhouse. Um, and that's where the idea of the rail system came um, for our trimming machine. And so basically um, they helped us design uh, and put together a more uh, pretty version of our of our prototype. And, and it suspends itself from a set of rails that runs down each bay of the greenhouse um, along the post lines. You know, some people use these rails and other automated facilities for moving benches or um, or you, you know, running misting booms up and down. So we developed one to, to move our big, heavy trimming machine around. Um, and it was a pretty big investment, but when we went from, you know, using hedge trimmers, uh, cutting 600 flats per man hour to over 10,000 flats per man hour with this big trimming machine, uh, we thought the investment was worth it um, to, you know, put these rails throughout all of our greenhouses. So once we did that, we immediately started thinking, what else could we use? these rails for? Um, is there any other jobs or, or things that we could automate in the greenhouse? So um, one thing we immediately thought of is, well, maybe we can make a spraying machine um, to get us more efficient spraying or, or more uniform coverage when we're doing um, insecticide sprays or fungal sprays. So. Um, we talked with Zwart Systems out of Canada, who um, we've been purchasing our irrigation systems from for some time now, and they helped us put together an idea, and we put our heads together for a, a, a spraying machine. So um, <clears throat> this machine also, like the trimmer, it runs on a generator, so it's all self-contained. Um, the generator is mounted on the machine itself, um, so we don't have any power cords or any hoses or, or cables running around with the machine. It's just uh, push a button and the machine drives itself down, down the, up and down the bays. Um, so the sprayer machine worked really well for us as well because um, we were able to get really nice even coverage every time that we did a spray um, as well as it sprays at kind of like a 45 degree angle so that uh, it really kind of leans the plants over and we spray in one direction as it travels down the bay and then when it hits the wall it automatically reverses itself and sprays back the other direction. So um, once we saw how well that worked, we of course immediately started thinking of what else we can use the rail systems for. Um, We looked at uh, maybe moving plants around with it. So we came up with a kind of a test system or a test cart, which is basically, um, you know, a big table that suspends itself from the rails, but with multiple shelves on it. Um, And so we can load that up with plants and move plants up and down the bay and then lower it off of the rails and, and move it around the greenhouse and, and hoist it back up into another bay and move plants around that way. Um, we're still still testing this, but it was a, it was a small investment, so um, it was an easy decision for us to at least try it out and see if we could make it work um, and get, gain some efficiencies that way. Um, 
Sure. So we kept thinking, yeah, what else? What else can we do? And so one of our one of the best and yet the most simple discoveries we made was um, just a simple table, a 24 foot wide by three foot deep table that's suspended from the rails on wheels and that we just manually push around and it sits about three or four feet off the ground. Um, and again, since we grow plants on the ground, whenever we have to do anything <clears throat> with those crops, whether it's um, a hand trim them with pruners or whether we have to grade them or sort them or, or even pull weeds or, um, you know, or pick plant, plants up to, to pack them or, or anything like that, um, now we can use this table and we can pick them up off the floor and set them on the table and do what we need to do with the plants. And uh, that's been a really big um, uh, help with our uh, our labor force and in, in keeping them, um, you know, off the ground and, and standing up and working more comfortably. Um, and so that was again something really simple that we overlooked for a long time. That uh, was a really easy thing and cheap to implement into our our rail system. So it helped us increase our our shipping and our packing of uh, orders, you know, by almost fifty percent. Okay. Um, as well as, um, you know, the workers really like it, and we've even used it, as crazy as it sounds, as, as kind of a, a weeding platform where uh, people actually lay down on it and, and push themselves around the greenhouse to pull weeds out of the crops without having to, to climb into the middle of, you know, a flat-to-flat -flat, um, growing situation to, to pull weeds. So um, it's really really done a, done a lot for us to, uh, to make certain jobs easier and make some things a lot more efficient. Absolutely. And so it seems that, you know, once once the rail system was, was in, um, you were able to come up with all these, these other uses for it, either the trimmers or the table. It seems like there was some, some trial and error that would have had to have happened there for to get it just right. How long does that development process take? Well, the initial development process with the trimmer really took uh, almost a full year. Um, it probably took you know, well, it probably took a year for us to get our prototype working um, in a way that we could actually test it out. And then once we had the prototype, it took almost another year before we had an actual usable product. So there was a lot of uh, bumps along the road, uh, is getting it yeah, configured right and consulting different engineers. And fortunately, Westbrook, um, you know, we've been a long customer of theirs now for some time. So they were Fortunately, they were very, uh, very helpful in that, and and, and um, open to you know different ideas, and um, you know really giving us a hand in, in trying to figure it out using their engineering resources. Uh, you know, a lot of things had to be considered, such as weight and how much could the structure handle, and what kind of brackets needed to hold the rails up, and um, how does the machine move itself up and down. And fortunately, they figured a lot of that out for us. Um, and um, Know, with with our guidance as far as what we wanted so once that happened and we had a working machine here um, it actually we basically took the same design it worked so well and we used the same design with the trimming machine and and also with the plant moving cart machine so mm -hmm. um, it did take a long time the first time but once we figured it out um, what worked uh, it made it you know a lot easier moving forward with other pieces of equipment so you know we're still looking for what else we could possibly use it for but sometimes you know simple is better and so that's what we found out with some of the, just the manual uh, pushing around of, of, of free rolling platforms um, as well 
Right. Yeah, like you mentioned for the uh, the the weeding, and then also for just moving the plants around manually on those. Uh, that that sounds like a a good solution and something that shows that you're using this system not just for uh, for trimming or for spraying, but for for like the the packing, the shipping side of things as well. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dave, for uh, coming on the Grow Radio Network today to talk a little bit about some of the innovations that are going on at Spring Meadow. Well, thank you, Matt. It's been a pleasure. And thanks for listening to the Grower Radio Network. <laughs>